Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like. You know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk conversations and stories and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. I want to start out with two very, very strong foundational statements. The first one is that everything rises and falls on leadership. I firmly believe that. The second thing is that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. This is made famous by Mr. John Maxwell. And I firmly believe that because everything that we do as a leader, we have to make sure we have the ability to influence those people around us. And how do we do that? By our character, by helping them understand the attitudes and opinions and things that they need to have in order for them to move forward and to accomplish whatever it is that they need to get done. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. With over 25 years of retail leadership experience, we understand that retail is a fast-paced industry and that a leader's decision will impact everyone, every day, all over the world. Listen, it's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to law number two, the law of influence. I am excited to talk to you about this law today because it has been one that I use all the time. It has been one that um, has impacted me the most as I start to think about all 21 laws. This one and the and the big mo. We'll talk about on the big mo when we get to that one. What is influence? Right, we talk about that, especially nowadays. Right, everybody, everybody's an influencer on social media. Right, um, they are an influencer. I'm a social media influencer. I'm a marketing influencer. I'm a leadership influencer. Everybody uses that word at nauseum. And if I can be honest with you, I think it's lost some of its impact. But for those of us who think about influence at its at its core and utilize it, I think, um, in the context of leadership, we look at it as the the impact, the impact on behaviors, attitudes, opinions, and choices of others, very similar to what you would hear a modern-day influencer talk about. However, but we look at it in the guise of leadership. We talk about it in the context of who you are as a leader and your ability to impact their behavior and their thoughts and their actions in order to get things done. But also, you help influence people to help them grow in their leadership. And that is really the number one thing that a leader does. It is influencing the environment around you. It's influencing the people around you for for their betterment, for the betterment of the environment. And so if you start to think about leadership in that context, it should take on an entirely different perspective. So how do we do that? So we have an acronym for the word influence that we want to share. So the first one 
is going to be integrity. I was watching a movie um, some months ago, um, The International, and there was a line in that movie. You know, <laughs> any of you who know me know that I, I, when I watch a movie, I end up pulling out a line or two from that movie. But they were talking to the spy and they were talking about his life and how he was once a, a very decorated soldier and that he had a lot of integrity. And he said this, he said, integrity is better kept than recovered. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I love that line. Because what he was pretty much saying was that you need to fight. You need to fight as a leader, as a person to maintain your integrity. It's because it becomes easier over time for you to maintain it because now it just becomes part of your ethos and who you are and what you stand for. But once you lose it, once you lose integrity, once you lose the respect and admiration of people, guess what? It's so much harder for you to regain that level of integrity. So integrity, it's easier kept than recovered. The next letter is N, and that is for nurturing. So whenever we think about nurturing, I know the image of probably a mom and a baby, you know, or a, or a child kind of comes into play here and, you know, they're, they're kind of um, watching over them and helping them kind of, you know, walk through difficult, you know, times in their life. And that isn't far from the truth and what we're going to talk about from a nurturing standpoint. However, when I think about nurturing as a leader, I think about it in the context of, yes, the guiding aspect of the leader. And you're helping the people that you're leading, not so much not make mistakes, but help them kind of see the big picture and how that if they make a mistake, how that actually will help them in their leadership journey. The other aspect when we start to talk about the nurturing side of leadership is to help people understand more about who they are and nurturing, if you will, the strengths that they have, and then also helping them identify those weaknesses. So the nurturing side of the strength is to put them in positions where they will soar, where they will actually be able to execute, you know, 100%. The weakness side of the nurturing piece is that, you know what, you want to make sure that people understand their weaknesses and that you are being very open and honest with them about whatever it is that they may be going through from a weakness standpoint. So the nurturing side is just helping them identify it. And that's that self-awareness part that we talked a little bit about um, in law one as well, the law of the lid. So the nurturing side, it's helping your leaders so that they can be the best version of themselves as they go down this leadership journey. The next letter is F, and that is for faith. So as a store team leader with um, with Target, uh, I was put into a role that was, by all accounts, pretty difficult. My very first role, where I was actually placed in a store that had so many different things going on. We were going through a remodel. We had leaders who were okay in their leadership. We had an, an HR who had some really great skills that could possibly be promoted, but she needed some, some cultivating in her, uh, in her communication. Overall operations were okay. They were green on paper, but as you start to dig in, they had some serious gaps. And so as I went into that role, uh, we were successful. We, I was able to turn it around. 
I don't, I won't bore you with all the details, but as I spoke to my boss at the time, and there were probably people who had been with Target way longer than I have that could have probably gone in there and, and done the job. But I asked him, I said, Hey, why did you put me in that role? He said, because I had faith that you were going to be the one to turn it around and not just turn it around for turnaround's sake, but to actually turn it around so that it can thrive. So faith in your team, faith in your, your, your leaders, right? is so important. When you exhibit that measure of faith, your level of influence with them will grow because they will know that you are putting them in a position where they can be successful and they want to be successful, not just for themselves, but for you as the leader. The next letter is L and it stands for listening. If you are not listening as a leader, and I don't mean just hearing what someone has to say, but actually listening to what they have to say. Here's one of the things that I tell my team all the time, and you have to develop this over over time, is that the initial conversation that you will have with somebody, let's say they're coming to you with a problem, the initial conversation and the initial statements aren't really the issue. Please understand that. The initial conversations aren't really the core of the issue. You have to ask some open-ended questions and maybe kind of understand a little bit more about who they are in order to kind of dig a little deeper. Maybe that fourth or fifth statement that they make, that's the core issue. But you don't get there if you're not listening, if you're not listening for the behavior that they are exhibiting, if you're not listening for maybe some of the signs and the trigger words that have them coming to you. So listening takes time. It takes experience, but it also takes patience. And if you have the patience to exhibit great listening skills and the empathetic side of listening, kind of walking in their shoes and understanding a little bit more about who they are, guess what? Your influence with them will grow. So once again, the L stands for listening. The next one is you. And I actually really, really like this one. And is it stands for understanding. So one of the things that leaders will often want to do, but sometimes fail, is to help their team see things from a higher perspective and not at the grassroots or where they currently are. So when you start to talk about influence and you start to talk about understanding, as a leader, this almost goes into the, the listening side of, 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 uh, of influence is that you have to take the time to teach, coach, and train your people how to think critically. I love critical thinking because it helped me drill down the drilling down of critical thinking. It will help them gain so much more understanding around why they are doing something, why corporate has asked them to do this. Why you as a leader are asking them to do that, right? But here's what happens over time is that you will not have to explain yourself when you ask them to do something once they have a higher level of understanding. You help them grow in their ability to problem solve. So the U stands for understanding, making sure that you are helping them critically think through certain situations so that they can solve problems, not with you, but without you. And the next letter is E, and it's uh, it's encouraging. And I got to tell you, there is nothing like when your boss 
or the person that is leading you provides you with an encouraging word. A word about whether it is your leadership growth or something that you have accomplished. Or let's say they're they're walking your store, they're visiting your market, and they're able to see certain things that they didn't see before in their previous visit. And they compliment you on that. And they provide encouraging words, things that are going to support you in your growth, things that you were probably thinking about, but you didn't think that your boss would notice. And they do. So I got to tell you, when you start talking about influence, your ability to encourage your team, and I'm not talking about the canned, encouraging, great job type of things. You have to get specific about why you're encouraging this person. Something specific that they did that will let them know you're paying attention to them because that's what encouragement really does. It lets your, it lets the person that you are encouraging know you are paying attention to their efforts to get better. So E stands for encouraging. So the N, the second N in influence is going to be for navigating. And what that really refers to is going to be your ability to help navigate, to help move forward the career of the person or the persons that you are leading. The navigation process sometimes may feel easy. But here's the pitfall sometimes with navigation, especially when you're leading other people, is that we sometimes as a leader, we will tend to probably take people in a direction where we think that they should go based off of our experiences and certain things that have transpired in our life as a leader. That could be no further from the truth. The navigation process, the plotting of the course is going to be for that person's course, is going to be for that individual, wherever it is that they want to go. And so your job as a leader is to help them navigate that process, to help them clarify where it is that they want to go, to provide them with the right relationships that they may need over time to help them get to where it is that they want to go. Giving them the opportunity to have stretch assignments, opportunities and things that are going to challenge them. So your job is to navigate them based off of where it is that they want to go, not based off of where you think that they should go. The next letter is C, and that is for connecting. And that is your ability to go back and connect with your team. I always use this example. If you think about a locomotive train, right, and you've seen them when you're driving and you see that they are pulling, of course, all the different cars behind them or the carts or trailers, whatever you want to call them. The big locomotive is the one that's actually, you know, shouldering the the, the load. Um, it's moving everything forward. As a leader, that's you, right? You are the locomotive, right? And the carts and things that are behind you are your followers. But here's what happens. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but when a locomotive train has to connect with all of those carts that are behind it, the locomotive actually has to back up and connect. Do you understand that? Here's why. Because those carts in and of themselves cannot move. They need the locomotive to go back and connect with them and then allow them to move forward. So as a leader, your job is to go back and make sure that you are connecting with your people. Once you've done that, 
Now, your level of influence is, is as such. You can move them, yourself, and your entire team forward. So make sure that you are taking the time to connect with your people. And the last letter for this acronym for influence is E. It's empowerment. The law of empowerment is giving your people the ability to make decisions on their own without you. And as a leader, I got to tell you, that is probably one of the most important parts or really a great telltale sign that your team is growing and developing is that they have the ability to make decisions based off of their relationship with you, based off of the fact that they know who you are and that they have a understanding of your vision and direction that you want to go and that their decisions are going to align with that. So the last letter is E for empower. So the law of influence. I hope you were able to take something out of this and understand the importance and the power that influence, that your influence has over your team and the direction and the development of your team. This law is not to be taken lightly. Just like with each and every one of these laws, you have to embrace it because it will help you grow. But more importantly, influence will help you grow as a leader and make sure that your team is solid so that way you guys can move forward together. Well, thank you for joining me for Law 2. We are going to be talking about Law 3 here next, and that is the Law of Process. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, and God bless. Thank you for listening to Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. If you want to learn more how to take your leadership to the next level, you can find us at www.worthyretailu.com slash now. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of retail leadership with Steve Worthy, I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders, you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.